You're listening to Inside North Central Massachusetts, powered by the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce. You're listening to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast election series. Joining us to talk about her campaign for Secretary of State in the Democratic primary on September 6th before November's general election is Tanisha Sullivan. Tanisha is a Brockton native who graduated from the University of Virginia with a degree in government before attending Boston College, where she obtained both her JD and MBA. Tanisha has been practicing law in large firms and life science companies in Greater Boston and New York City. From 2013 to 2015, she served as the Chief Equity Officer in the Boston Public School System. Most recently, she served as the Associate General Counsel as well as Fellow in CEO Action for Racial Equity at Sanofi Genzyme. And since 2017, Tanisha has served as the President of the NAACP Boston in a volunteer capacity. There, she's led the organization in its fight for racial, economic, and social justice with a dated driven and solutions-oriented framework. As a civil rights organization, voting rights is a priority for the NAACP, and Tanisha has led efforts to expand access to the ballot box and make communities more representative. So, Tanisha, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, First thing I want to ask, why do you want to run for Secretary of State right now, and why are you choosing to run against an incumbent who's from your own party? Well, I believe uh, that the Secretary of State's office here in Massachusetts is really one of the most important offices in our state government that people don't know much about. Um, This is an office that has for many years flown beneath the radar, but it's also an office that has an important role to play in ensuring that we not only have a strong democracy, but that it is inclusive um, and that it is vibrant. This office, uh, the Chief Elections Office, the Chief Information Office, the place you have to go if you're a small business owner or or a business owner, period, um, here in Massachusetts, has an important role to play in our state government. And I believe that it needs to be activated and it needs to be activated right now. Um, And so I'm excited about running for this office to bring um, a different perspective to, um, to help ensure that this office is truly an office that is um, serving as a gateway to opportunity um, to residents across Massachusetts, to our business community across Massachusetts, um, and also to other uh, elected officials in the Commonwealth. Now, Tanisha, we talked a little bit about your background during your introduction, but can you tell us more specifically about one aspect from your uh, very impressive qualifications that sets you apart from the other candidates who are also seeking this office? So the Secretary of State's office um, is a very important office in our state government. Um, It has an important role to play in helping to ensure that we have a strong democracy writ large. Um, I am now in my 20th year of legal practice. I'm a business lawyer um, here in Massachusetts. I'm also a civil rights leader. So I bring to this office a very unique, not only experience background, but a unique perspective and how this office can be more proactive, how this office can be a better community member, and how this office can help to improve quality of life for all residents across Massachusetts. So when we think about, for example, the low voter participation rates that many communities are experiencing, the Secretary of State's office should be taking a more active role in helping to motivate, inspire, and encourage folks to vote. 
Um, but also the Secretary of State's office should be taking a leading role in fighting for the advancement of voting rights here in Massachusetts. And for far too long, that has not been the case. Um, what we know today is that the fight to advance voting rights and to ensure that all eligible voters are, ca are able to cast their ballot is an issue, not just in other parts of the country, but also here in Massachusetts. I'm gonna work to ensure that Massachusetts actually begins to lead in uh, the rest of our nation when it comes to the fight to advance voting rights and to increase voter participation. But what we also know is that a strong democracy has a strong economy. And right now, Massachusetts residents, many of them are suffering from um, the strains of an economic, um, of an economic downturn. Um, and our small business communities across Massachusetts are feeling that pain even more. The Secretary of State's office has an important role to play in providing our small business community, our entrepreneurs, our micro Main Street businesses with access to the supports they need in order to be successful. And right now, the Secretary of State's office is not doing that. Um, it really is the place where you go to register your business and file um, and pay annual fees, but it has not been a strong community partner. It has not been a service provider to our small business community or to the entrepreneurs um, who are hoping to do business here in Massachusetts. I wanna change that. And that's where my, quite frankly, where my legal um, experience comes into play. Mm -hmm. yep. I'm really working to ensure that this office is serving as a connector um, for those businesses to the to the resources that exist in our government and our communities. Now, Tanisha, let's expand on that a little bit, and then I want to get back to voter turnout and engagement. But while we're in the subject of business, and you mentioned you being that connector, what should the Secretary of State's office be doing to better connect to the business community? And if you are elected, how would you handle this differently? Mm. So first off, here in Massachusetts, we are the most expensive state in the country to start a business. Uh, we treat the micro Main Street business, the business that has that was started around the kitchen table, the same way that we treat, um, you know, multi um, multi location, uh, you know, chain restaurants uh, that are here in Massachusetts. Um, I don't believe that that's fair. I don't believe that that is of service to our small business community. So one of the first things um, I look forward to working on is bringing about greater uh, fee structure equity um, to help lower the cost of registering a business here in Massachusetts for our small business community. But in addition to that, the Secretary of State's office under my leadership will be a better partner to our small business community. And what I mean by that is we will ensure that the office is serving as a connector between our small businesses and the resources that exist in our state government. So for example, uh, our small businesses and all businesses today have to go to the Secretary of State's office when they wanna register or file annual reports. Mm -hmm. I want to ensure that while they're working with uh, the Secretary of State's office, that they're also able to be connected to, for example, the Supplier Diversity Office, if they're a veteran-owned, minority-owned, woman-owned, LGBTQ-owned business. I wanna make sure that 
if you're a small business owner here in Massachusetts, just coming through the pandemic, I want to make sure that you not just know about the small business grants that are available through Mass Growth Capital, but that this office is actually proactively seeking to connect you to um, those uh, grants that exist in our government. The bottom line is the difference between the way I see this office and the way that it has historically been operated is that I believe that this office can do more to be a better support to our, um, to our communities writ large, to our small businesses. Um, and I believe that this office must be more proactive in, in, in working to eliminate barriers to opportunity um, for residents across Massachusetts and for our small business community specifically. It can no longer be a sideline player. Um, and what I mean by that is, again, for far too long, the Office of Secretary of State has flown beneath the radar. Too many of us don't know um, what the office does or how it can be helpful. I want to change that. I want to ensure that this office is a beacon in our democracy, that it is a place um, that we can all look to, to not only ensure that um, uh, people in our local communities um, are actively engaged um, in our democracy, but also, again, that our business community has what it needs, our small business community has what it needs in order to thrive. Now, Tanisha, I want to talk a little bit about um increasing registration for eligible voters and increasing that access. When it comes to elections, uh, what do you believe the state can do better to increase registration for people who are eligible to vote? And if you're elected, what would that process look like to get these folks registered? Massachusetts is ranks 28th in voter registration in our country. We are lagging. Um, similar to how we lag behind Georgia, Texas, and Florida with vote by mail. Um, Massachusetts is lagging um, when it comes to some very basic voting reforms. And that is incredibly unfortunate given that we are the birthplace of our democracy. And so in order to increase voter participation, I believe we need to do two things. One, we must um, continue to work to break down administrative barriers to the ballot box that does include increasing opportunities for automatic voter registration mm -hmm. by increasing the number of state agencies through which a, a voter can be registered, an eligible voter can be registered. But we also need to continue to do the work of breaking down all barriers to the ballot box. And that includes um, continuing the fight for same day voter registration. I really want to make this point and, and hope that people catch it. Maine adopted same-day voter registration in 1973. That's about a quarter of a, that's about, I'm sorry, a half century ago, 50 years. Maine adopted same-day voter registration. Since that time, 20 other states have followed, including all of our sister New England states. Massachusetts is still lagging behind. I will be the Secretary of State that gets it done. And I'm going to get it done because it is a critically important voting flexibility that has been demonstrated to help increase voter participation. That's voter participation for working families, for low-income families, in communities of color, um, and among young people. 
this is a critical voting right. And I'm going to, and I am going to continue fighting for it. But what I also know from my work in our communities is that the administrative barriers are only part of our challenge here. Mm -hmm. This office, the Office of Secretary of State, must take an active role and be more present in our communities to build the trust needed in our government that will encourage, motivate, and inspire people to vote. What we have right now in many communities, especially those with the lowest voter participation rates, is lack of trust in our government. And the, and the way we, are, we will be able to address that is by the Secretary of State's office being more present, being more visible, serving as a bridge and a connector um, between people and our government to help folks understand not only how our government works, but the, but the important role that each of us has to play in it. And in addition to building that trust among those government agencies and with the Secretary of State's office, I want to get back to what you had said before about getting more agencies involved in helping break down those barriers and with registrations. What agencies were you would you look to engage to also give that authority to to register folks to vote? Well, I think that, quite frankly, any of our state agencies where there are uh, where they are actively engaging with the public, I believe we should be exploring um, opportunities for them to automatically register people to vote. In addition, I believe that we should be looking at, um, you know, even working with our public schools um, to, as you know, potentially working with the public schools to register um, students when they turn 18, um, those who are eligible to vote. Um, there are opportunities for us to um, work with, um, work more closely um, with our, um, again, with other state agencies um, that are readily connecting with people, um, with residents every day to automatically register them to vote. The other, the, the other population of folks who I believe we should also be looking uh, to ensure that they are registered to vote are, are returning citizens, folks who, you know, who have been incarcerated, um, who may not be registered to vote um, as part of their uh, process for returning into their communities, ensuring that they too are registered to vote. Um, but again, registering people to vote is only one part of this, um, of the solution. And quite frankly, it is not the part that is, um, that is the toughest part of the work. The toughest part of the work is really helping to restore and build trust in our government um, and, and really helping communities that have historically had a, a very difficult relationship with government actually believe that government can and will work for them. And the way that that's going to happen again is if, the Secretary of State's office is taking a more active role, working with local elected officials, working with our community-based organizations, and really helping people to understand um, how our government works and the role that they can play in it. We need more people attending the school committee meetings. We need more people attending town meetings. <laughs> And, and city council meetings um, so that they can see how government works and so that they can see the many opportunities that exist in our government 
for their voices to be heard. Um, that is the tough part um, of, of this work, um, but it is arguably the most important part of the work um, that, quite frankly, uh, the Secretary of State's office is not engaged in. And when it comes to the importance of work, you know, it's one thing to get these folks registered. It's one thing to work to in increase that trust. I guess the big question um, that I think a lot of folks always have is, how can you increase voter turnout? And when you look at elections, whether it's a, a mayoral election or it's a state election or even the presidential election, and you look at the turnout versus registered voters, and the turnout is always low. How can we work to really increase that turnout so once folks are registered, they're not just registering and saying, well, I'm registered to vote, but how do we actually get them to the polls? Yeah, we we are experiencing um, low voter participation across the Commonwealth. It's one of the top issues I hear um, as I'm on the trail of communities across Massachusetts are really struggling with this issue. And so what I share again is that we've got, we have to, have um, two tracks in tackling this issue. One, we have to break down all administrative barriers to voting. If you're eligible to vote, we need to ensure that you can vote. Voting is a right. And so we need to make sure that structurally, we are not preventing people from being able to get to that ballot box. So that includes, yes, automatic voter registration, vote by mail, early voting hours, and it includes same-day voter registration, for example. But in addition to that, we have to actively engage in building trust and establishing deeper relationships in communities that have consistent and persistent low voter turnout rates across Massachusetts. Those are, are working families, our low-income communities, our communities of color, um, and our young people. We have to do both, breaking down the structural barriers to voting and working, rolling up our sleeves, working in our communities to build trust, establish relationships that can then help to inspire, motivate, and encourage people to vote. It's going to take both of those things and developing um, wraparound strategies that are both administrative and relational in order for us to increase, in a meaningful way, voter participation rates. And I believe that the Secretary of State's office has an important role to play in that. And so as part of my administration, I will ensure that our office is pushing past the four walls of Ashburton Place and that we are vested deeply and physically within communities across Massachusetts, working in partnership with local elected officials, working in partnership with local um, community-based organizations and stakeholders to do that relational work. It will make all the difference, not just as it relates to increasing voter participation, but also with civic engagement. We need to cultivate a culture of civic engagement here in Massachusetts, um, where each of us understands the role that we have to play in strengthening our democracy. You know, I am in my 20th year of, of practice, of legal practice, but I'm also the volunteer president for the NAACP in Boston. My life has been really rooted in public service and volunteerism. 
Um, I do believe that each of us has something to give to our communities. And I want to ensure that across Massachusetts, the Secretary of State's office is working to activate that in each of us. Um, we need to work to ensure that we are increasing voter participation, civic engagement, and that we are working to strengthen our economy by providing greater supports to our small business community. All of that work can and should be happening through the Office of Secretary of State, and that's the work that I look forward to doing. In this campaign, in this race, I am presenting a vision that is um, truly um, that is truly centered on communities and centered on people. It is a bold vision of what's possible. And it is a vision that really speaks to what we can do when we work together um, to ensure that our communities are strong and that people within our communities are empowered. Um, I'm really excited about, um, about this race. I'm very excited about serving as the next Secretary of State here in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. But most importantly, I'm excited about the opportunity to activate more people across Massachusetts to help us deliver. Tanisha, the 2020 election got a lot of folks talking about the security and safety of elections. And when you talk about trust, um, how do you feel the state has been handling our elections? And do you feel we need to do more when it comes to this front? Yes. We do need to continuously work to ensure that we have safe, secure, and inclusive elections. I'm a civil rights leader, so there is no greater issue um, here in Massachusetts or across the country of safe and secure elections and that um, we are fighting to protect and advance voting rights. Um, and there's no one who's going to fight harder than me to ensure that that is the case here in Massachusetts. And what we know today is that there are people every day who wake up trying to find ways to attack the integrity of our elections. I am going to fight to ensure that they are not successful here in Massachusetts. And so not only will we ensure that we have the infrastructure in place um, to have safe and secure elections and that we, as a result, have uh, elections outcomes that people can trust, but I'm also going to work to ensure that we are doing the education necessary to ensure that the public understands how our elections are run and so that our public understands, you know, what is truth when it comes to um, elections administration and what is not truthful when it comes to elections administration. And so again, here in Massachusetts, um, we will be um, on the forefront of ensuring that we've got safe and secure elections. I look forward to bringing together the thought leaders across Massachusetts um, who will be able to ensure that we are not only secure in this moment, but that we are staying ahead of those individuals and those bad actors that are actively seeking, um, consistently actively seeking um, to, to attack our elections process. Um, and so, again, I do look forward to bringing up our 
academic community together, our technology community together, our cybersecurity community together uh, to, to ensure that Massachusetts is leading in this space. When we look at mail-in voting, gaining popularity in recent years, before that it was early voting. Do you see these two things as being staples to our elections moving forward? They have to be. And the fact of the matter is, here in Massachusetts, we were very slow to adopt both of them. Georgia, Arizona, and Texas all adopted uh, vote-by-mail long before we did here in Massachusetts. Um, Early voting, vote-by-mail, Again, same-day voter registration. These are all voting flexibilities um, that we should not only have here in Massachusetts, but that we should be setting the pace around here in Massachusetts. Um, And so, yes, as Secretary of State, I will not only continue to be a supporter of these voting reforms, but I'm also going to be looking for other ways for us to break down administrative um, and structural barriers to the ballot box. Tanisha, when it comes to civic engagement that you mentioned earlier, getting folks involved, even at the local town and city level and, and going out to city council meetings and going out to those annual town meetings, what role do you believe the Secretary of State's office should play with those cities and towns and making information and records from those individual communities more accessible to folks? The Secretary of State has to be present, visible, active, and engaged in our communities. This is the chief democracy office. Democracy happens in our communities, and it is not a spectator sport, so to speak. Um, I can say that here in in Massachusetts, Um, you know, and so I do believe that um, the Secretary of State has to be present in our communities, Um, and so I will be present in our communities. One of the issues that we have to tackle is the lack of transparency um, here in Massachusetts. Massachusetts is the least transparent state in the country. We are the only state that exempts our state legislature, the executive branch and judiciary um, from public records disclosures. That has to change and the Secretary of State as the chief information officer must be a leader in that fight. But in order for that to be the case, the Secretary of State's office has to be a more a a better community member, um, more collaborative member of our community, working with our elected officials at the municipal level, yes, and also at the state in its form, Massachusetts, from being the least transparent state in the country into being the most transparent state in the country. If you're elected in the primary and then in November, what would be your day one priority as Secretary of State and how do you plan to address it? We have to ensure that um, that the culture um, shift that will occur in this office is one that is inclusive of those who are currently working in the office. I think it's really important um, to acknowledge that there are some incredible incredibly talented public servants who work in the Secretary of State's office, the various divisions of the Secretary of State's office, who I absolutely want to be part of this transformation. Um, And and that is going to require that day one, um, I am ensuring that they see and hear from me. 
um, in that they know that they have an important role to play in how we, um, you know, build out the plan for transformation. Um, so that has to be a number one priority. Um, but internally to the organization, externally, similar. It will be a new day. Um, this will be an office that um, that residents across Massachusetts and that uh, community organizations across Massachusetts and local elected officials across Massachusetts know. And in order for that to be the case, we've got to show up. And so um, number one priority will be to have this office be more readily present in our communities, co-locating in, communi in communities across Massachusetts. From a policy standpoint, the number one issue is increasing voter participation. Who votes determines who gets elected. The people who get elected have an outsized voice um, in the policies and laws that impact our day-to-day -day lives. And so increasing voter participation so that more people across Massachusetts are actually making their way to the ballot box will be the number one policy and initiative focus for the office under my administration, day one. Now, Tanisha, I'm going to put you on the clock. If you were to show up at my doorstep or any listener's doorstep in North Central Massachusetts and you had 60 seconds to convince us as to why you are the candidate that deserves the vote in September, on September 6th for the Democratic primary and again in November, what would you say to them? And I'm going to put you on the clock starting right now. The Office of Secretary of State is arguably the most important office in our state government in helping us protect and secure and advance our democracy. This office must be proactive, engaged. It must show up in our communities, helping to strengthen communities and empower people. And as Secretary of State, I will prioritize um, the role of this office in helping to increase voter participation, helping to ensure that we all have access to the information we need to not only hold government accountable, but to be active participants in our government. And equally as important, I will work to ensure that the corporations division and the securities division of this office are better community members showing up in partnership with our small business community, showing up to help ensure that our communities are protected from fraud. This will be an actively engaged Secretary of State's office because democracy requires Time. action. One second over. We'll let it slide, though. <laughs> Thank you. Now, Tanisha, where can listeners go for more information about your platform that you discussed today and more information about your campaign? Well, first, uh, thank you again for having me. I do ask for your support on September 6th. This is the primary, and that's really important for folks to know. We're not waiting until November. The decisions about who will be on the ballot um, in November are made in September. So I really do want to encourage folks to get out there for the primary September 6th. Um, you can vote by mail, you can vote early, or you can cast your ballot on September 6th at your local polling station. Please check your voter registration status um, and also check out our website at TanishaSullivan.com, T-A-N-I-S-H-A, Sullivan.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and IG. Uh, our handle is Tanisha, the number 4MA. Um, again, TanishaSullivan.com, or you can follow us on social, IG, Facebook, and Twitter, at Tanisha, the number 4MA. 
Um, I really do look forward uh, to connecting with more folks um, as we're on the campaign trail. We are um, all over Massachusetts because we believe it's critically important for every community across Massachusetts to have the opportunity um, to hear the vision that I have for this office and to have the opportunity to ask me questions. Um, so please um, check out our website. You can sign up to get notifications about where I will be, where the campaign will be, and I invite you um, hopefully to come out and see us in person. Or if you'd like to invite us to your community, please um, email us at info at TanishaSullivan.com. Um, so that we can see if we might be able to visit your community in the next uh, six weeks. And Tanisha, just so our listeners know, I know you're actually calling us on the road today. So we do appreciate you taking yeah. the time. We do appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to join us. It does mean a lot. And uh, thank you so much for being a part of the program today. Thank you. I greatly appreciate it. This has been another election series episode of the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. I'd like to thank Tanisha Sullivan for talking to us about her platform as a Democratic candidate in the race for Secretary of State. The primary is scheduled for September 6th, and the general election is slated for November 8th. You've been listening to Inside North Central Massachusetts. This podcast is produced by the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce. For more information on this episode, links to other episodes, or if you have any questions, please visit northcentralmass.com.